0: conscious collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, change makers and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body and business. Each week we share, discuss and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body and business.
1: What up guys? It's Emily and I'm Lisa. And we are the conscious collaboration. Hey, hey Emily. Hey. <laughs> Long time no talk.
0: Yeah, that's not true. That's
1: right. We just had a good, we just had a good healthy conversation leading up to this. <laughs> so it's part part show prep and spark part uh spark, <laughs> part therapy. Always. Always, always unraveling all the things that are happening um, and then coming back to that place of center so we can move forward. So that's a little bit about what we want to talk about today. And that's the idea of, um, well, first, um, Emily, it's going to be, this is our 39th episode. That's crazy. Of the conscious collaboration, which takes me back, takes me back to a time. of um, May of
0: 2000, to May, right? 2022. Yep.
1: <laughs> And even back before then, when this was like the whole idea, you oh know, yeah, we felt compelled to actually bring this, bring our, uh, <laughs> yes, to share our conversations with the world. Yeah. And um, so, you know, this being our 39th episode, be a great time for us to do a little reintroduction and also delve a, a lot more into what we say when we use the word alignment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, because I felt we needed to get to a place of alignment before we could we could um, get into today's episode. But it really is that key that unlocks anybody when they're going through times of transformation or oppression, um, feeling stuck. And we found in our early conversations and coming to know each other that um, in each of our individual practices, because we come from two different fields, um, and, and, lots of varied backgrounds that there are a lot of things that bring us together. And one of, one of them is the ability to, um, to get to that, that place, that restorative place, um, you know, that, that inner getting back to that inner compass that helps you get through any difficult times or times of uncertainty. Yeah. So. Well,
0: it's, it's kind of the Holy grail, right? Like it's, it's homeostasis. It's where it's your set point, like where everything is just kind of chilling. We're not too stressed, but we're nice and stable. Right. And it's not like it is it is an end point that you seek to achieve. But also, even once you feel it, like it's a practice, to maintain that alignment. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, you can think of it in a physical sense, like an aligning of the spinal column, mm-hmm. but then you can take that visual and kind of apply it more energetically to understand the idea of alignment uh, between
1: all facets of our life. Right. All of the different, um, as you're talking about the energetic, so, and that can, that can be any of the life areas um, and components. So um, let's talk a little bit about, um, Emily, let's talk about how we came together again, what are our backgrounds, and how we came to realize that melding together our experiences and um, the wisdom in our professions, how that creates you know, a like a, a secret system.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The secret sauce. All right, cool. Let's uh let's do that. Um, let's start with you. Where are you from, Lisa? Who oh, where are am you?
1: from? Found- Lisa. When I, <laughs> when I stumbled into your studio looking for <laughs> looking for <laughs> guidance and support in um and helping me with my my body awareness and strength and and nutrition and all that good stuff. Um, I walked in as a single mom of two. So I have two kids. Um, I'm a business owner. I am a feng shui practitioner and master. So I have feng shui-based businesses. One of them is a consultancy that is also um, an interior design consultancy and advisory Uh, For people that are looking for ways to transform and connect with their spaces, to create sanctuaries, and they recognize that there is a connection between ourselves and our spaces. And our spaces can either help us in great ways or they can harm us. Um, Mm -hmm. Those are people that say a lot of stuff um, like, hey, I just feel really stuck. Um, You know, I feel stuck in my environment or it feels... um, it feels overwhelming um I need to have more harmony I need to have um, more welcoming spaces so and that's um oppressive you
0: know, that's too right like that idea of oppression that we were talking about in yeah the yeah
1: spaces so. can um, oppress you in a in a very you know a poor way and um and you know that's something that I've been fascinated by and I do, find a great um joy in working within my own environment to help support me through different uh transformations in life. And um so in addition to that, I'm a feng shui master and i have trained along with um my partner in the intrinsic school of feng shui, we trained um upwards of 50 people in joining the field of feng shui. So and that can translate into various other um various other areas ranging from real estate to again, like home design, like I do um, property management, so on and so forth. But um, more importantly, you know, that, you know, coming into your studio, into the gym and meeting you and seeing the space that you created within your environment, it has really great chi. It feels very nice and open and light. It's a very, yeah, it's a very intentional space. And you were really open to the end, very easily adapted and understood the concepts of feng shui and embracing that, you know, what are the ways that we can maximize this space to support um, your studio, to support the practitioners and the people coming in to be attracting, um, to be flowing of wealth and happiness and abundance. And so it's been really fun over the years, um, playing around with those and and melding of our, of our experiences to try these shifts and to see how things come into fruition, because we've seen some really amazing joining our forces and I'll let you (laughs) reintroduce yourself too, but being able to join our forces together has brought about some really cool experiences.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I kind of remember when, <laughs> when you were first coming in, being a little bit nervous because I'm like, "Oh God, like, what if my space like has <laughs> shitty feng shui?" And you were like, "I don't really, you know, I don't really go into people's <laughs> places and like judge them." I'm like, "All right, all right, lady, you may come yeah. in." <laughs> yes,
1: you may enter. It's like letting a vampire in. you open that door but yeah I don't I don't come in with a red pen ever or yeah that's what you said (laughs) yeah I don't critique people on what they're doing wrong but rather point out this is what's really working and here's why you might have done it and here's how we can maximize what you're doing to create even more Um, because your environment tells me a story about what you're experiencing so, I mean, if you are collecting, um, if you are collecting any clutter, I just make a note of like where that may be because I do that. I mean, I shift my clutter all over the place as as a mom at home. But when you collect clutter and hold onto things in a certain space, and you not might not be aware of it, it's impacting an energetic level of your life. Definitely. Um, and in feng shui, there and the the school of thought that I practice, the black sect Tibetan Buddhist school of thought and landform. Um, we look at the energetics of feng shui as um, the space supports nine areas of life. And those areas are connected to the elements of nature. So ranging from, you know, everyone wants me to evaluate their love and partnerships, um, mm-hmm. but also health health and um, success and prosperity, um, to life journey, to family and spirituality. So creativity and children, all of these areas, um, I can say, here's how we can optimize something and open up that energy a little bit more make it a little more welcoming or how we can bring it back into harmony and control the energy a little bit better. So, um, and it's, it's really cool because everybody has that intuition within themselves to a degree to know that this feels better. If I do this, Mm -hmm. Um, it's just, when you start. Studying feng shui, you understand the reason why that feels better, Mm -hmm. so you can make better decisions, um, and then support yourself in through your surroundings in a very um, deep way of all the levels of your awareness and consciousness. So you make better decisions, um, you feel better. You're able to support your health, your sleep, um, and really make better decisions on a day to day or minute by minute level.
0: For sure. The most iconic, uh, touch of Lisa, of course, in this space is the disco ball in the back left corner. Yeah. To bring in abundance.
1: Feng shui tip of the day. Yeah. So you can use reflection or you can use crystals. You can use, um, so the, through the power of reflection and refraction, you can manipulate light and direct it in a better way. So, we chose to use not only feng shui crystals, but um, it's been really fun to use disco balls. It re- really was a fun way during the pandemic to brighten up a space. <laughs> Again, the Let's ancient drink. Chinese disco ball. <laughs> yes, the ancient practice of disco balls. Yes. But it works so well there. And I, I, I think- It does. Yeah, and work. at that
0: certain time of day, like you see all the little, the little spots of light. Mm-hmm. Filling and, space.
1: Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's so nice when style. that, when that happens and you see those light flickers, those rainbows casted, um, you know, the kids will call them fairy lights here, <laughs> mm-hmm. but when you see that it's activating of an area. So in feng shui, we say that's activating the area of your wealth and abundance. Um, so it's a yeah. way to,
0: and it fills it. the whole room and kind of makes the whole room feel like you're inside of a crystal. It's pretty cool.
1: Yes. It is cool. Keep some keeps some coming back to the studio. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: That's like what that. did it, the disco ball. And that was it. That's yeah. all I have to say about that. I mean, right. <laughs> unless I left something. Well, that else. was very
0: that was that was beautiful and enthralling. And thank you. Oh well,
1: everybody wake up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. Um, all right. Allow me to reintroduce myself. <laughs> um if you sang the rest of that, we're friends. Uh, my <laughs> name is Emily. <laughs> the studio is my uh, my sanctuary, my hub, my home base for everything. Now, um, my background is actually in nursing. I was an ICU nurse, uh, neuro ICU, uh, for seven years before um, I still maintained my license, but uh, before leaving the hospital to open this yoga studio in the last um, year or so after having my daughter in 2015, I started to uh, get really into yoga. I um, started training a lot, did a yoga teacher training and just um, pretty quickly evolved into the idea that like I wanted to leave the hospital space And, you know, continue to work with people and health um, a little bit more on my own terms. So uh, I also started learning about fascia or connective tissue and um, some different modalities uh, involving that, um, starting with a uh, fascia based manual therapy uh, that I was doing here for a while. That's a form of assisted stretching done on a like a massage table. Um, So the studio started as that, as a little yoga studio, and we were doing some fascia based work. Started adding in the element of fascia based movement. So a more active version of what I was working with people uh, on the table. And um, with that, really started to correct some of my own pain and movement issues and um, was able to really start applying that with with clients as well, um, both in a group and a private setting. And then uh, with all the dynamics of COVID and lockdown uh, that happened in 2020, I happened to start lifting weights. Um when we were on lockdown, I was doing a bunch of stuff on my own and, and created a pretty dramatic transformation of my own body during that time, which evolved into clients I was already working with, uh, wanting me to train them as a personal trainer. So just sort of by, by accident there, um, I became a personal trainer as well. And, over the last couple of years uh, and change have sort of combined all the best of all these different modalities um, and experiences that I've been racking up to really kind of create my own system of executing all these things that, uh, you know, of course, there's an element of mind-body alignment um, you know, that I've, that I've always been interested in. And uh, I have really just with the nursing and everything combined, been able to hone in on all the physical aspects of that and really trying to create this vessel, the one vessel that we have to, that is going to last, you know, as long and with as good of quality as possible, basically because any any greater uh, undertaking, any life's purpose is going to be better served when your vessel is healthy and strong and stable and free of disease. Um, so that's really kind of been my mission, and with the whole layer of of fascia, um, well, for one, I, I look at that as a tangible version of the mind-body connection. It's something we can see, we can touch, and we can look at how it works and really, uh, apply it to everything that we're talking about here, um, uh, to put, to put a very tangible context to it. So, um you know as we're talking about alignment um we think about what we now know the whole universe is comprised of which is a dark web of energy and that reminds me completely of the network of fascia it's it's if you think of you know your your body the human body as the universe in this analogy it's basically mostly comprised of fascia, this dark web of energy. It's the most prevalent tissue in, in, in the body. So that would be analogous to the dark web of energy that the universe is made up of. Well, nothing in this web, in this network happens in isolation. Nothing. Mm-hmm. A teeny tiny, you know, touch on the tip of a fingertip is going to affect the entire system in some way right? And can even have effects on a completely other side of it that you wouldn't necessarily connect to that little tap on the tip of your finger, Mm -hmm. right? And also within that, there's tiny little microsystems that kind of work together to or against each other, you know, to create this whole well-functioning system. Um, but a lot of times we look at it in a more segmented way, like when we start looking at the body in a more segmented way. And oh, we're you know, like if if I said, oh yeah, I, I work out, but like literally the only form of exercise I did was half raises, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, you're exercising every day, but you're, that's not going to be a very complete (laughs) strengthening of the human body by, by just focusing on one element at, at a time. So I'm saying all this to kind of put together that idea of whole alignment within a system, right? Connecting not only mind and body, not only mind, body, spirit, energy, but all of those things, mind, body, spirit, to your environment, right? Which is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, the fascia is a really good representative for all those concepts.
1: Yeah, it is. And in feng shui, each of the energetic areas, each of the nine energetic areas is aligned with a part or system of the body as well. Mm-hmm. So um that's really neat. And I, and I can see that you, the way that you described um, the energies of the universe and inside of our bodies, it, it makes perfect sense that our fascia has that, that channel of communication Mm -hmm. to all the different parts.
0: It's like, uh, what do they call it with the, um, the mushrooms, like mycelium too (laughs) under the earth. It's like a net, a whole Network of communication that like is like millions of miles. I don't know. I don't remember. But it, it it lets the fungus know when it needs to come decompose something on Earth. Like it sends messages below the Earth. It's amazing. I actually didn't know that.
1: Is there a documentary Myceria. on that?
0: My, there <laughs> is. It's called uh, "Fantastic Fungi." It's really pretty to watch. Oh
1: yeah! Also. Isn't that on Netflix or something? Mm-hmm.
0: I think it is on Netflix now. Oh, yeah. Interesting. You have to have to, watch to like that. rent it from a website. But uh yeah, I believe it is. It's well, worth a watch.
1: That's really cool and also kind of creepy when you think about <laughs> Not that. Not but... sponsored by Fantastic. <laughs> <company>. <laughs> no, uh, don't don't contact us that for that. <laughs> um if but... y'all want to sponsor us though. <laughs> yeah. <Holla. laughs> uh yeah, I mean, even I mean, it takes, takes me back to elementary school science and environmental science and learning about, you know, even you're talking about. Cumulus clouds. (laughs) Yeah. But (laughs) fungi, it's just so creepy how much, you know, like looking at things under a microscope and and cellular level, how even like the little tiniest things are interconnected and um, yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's just a simple demonstration of some of the concepts that we're talking about, but how important creating alignment within all systems is mm-hmm.
0: to the operation of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. All oh, systems,
0: mind. including your environment. Mm-hmm. It is. At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast. We are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits. Many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com. M Y A. T-A-P-A dot com or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab 15 That's C-O-L-L-A-B 15 for a discount on your device.
1: Yeah so I mean I don't even know when we started talking about the importance of alignment like openly with one another even though it was part of each of our practices day to day, because like you said, I mean, it's just because you know about alignment doesn't mean that you're perfectly set, you know, set it and forget it. You're in alignment. No, it's never it. forget it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's a family, it. you know, sometimes hour by hour practice that, and, you know, like always makes me want to like fix my posture when we're talking about alignment. Yeah. Yeah you know, um, Abraham Hicks says it with like the concept of wobbling. So when you feel wobbly, like off center, one direction or another, um, in feng shui, we talk about the positioning of ourselves and to get into more of a, what we say, a power position. There are ways that you can position humans within an environment and, um, and any, anything within an environment to make sure that you're in that power position is another way to look at it. Um, because all of the energies are connected. You have the most, um, power when you're able to see things coming towards you Mm -hmm. and that when you're protected and, um, that gives you a feeling of safety and security, um, so that you can make better decisions and create better. yeah. And then I just adjusted my spine and thinking about even on that, like, and we're not chiropractors, but I love chiropractic work. <laughs> but being able to keep ourselves and a lot of the work that you do through strength training helps to support um, it, the spine and alignment.
0: Musculoskeletal alignment. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Gonna, Holds I'm it, it get together, that. baby. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's worth it to note that um, a lot of these things that are alignment-based are more restorative in nature, and that's good. We need that. However, it's important that we don't forget how important... Important, important, important. I'm going to say the word like five times. It's really How important. important. <laughs> <Write this down>. <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh ready. Um, the elements of strength and stability are mm-hmm. right. When you think rooted and grounded and safe and secure, those are all <laughs> strength and stability based. Mm-hmm. So, you know. We can't spend all the time up (laughs) on the mountain. We can't spend all the time resting. We can't spend all the time restoring or we're just going to be a wet noodle. Mm -hmm. And that is not aligned, right? Things that are aligned are stable and strong. Right. Well said. I wrote it Mm -hmm. down. Well, and I think to both sides, like a lot of times, you know, just to put a, a bit of a stereotype to it, like people will either be really, really into yoga and meditation and that's all they do. And they could use to lift some weights or vice versa. <laughs> they're really, really into lifting weights. That's all they do. Probably the better alternative if they're doing it in a more balanced way, in my opinion, but you know, you need to move in a nonlinear way as well. And you need to, you need to breathe and restore and recover as well. Um, so, you know, it shouldn't be, you, if you find yourself on one end of the spectrum, you should probably strive to like, get yourself a little closer to the middle. Mm -hmm. If you actually, I mean, that's literally alignment.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, as we as we talk about Tai Chi of of life and um, you know, the yin and the yang, and having one in either area is an imbalance. So mm-hmm. being too yin or still mm-hmm. um is not healthy, just as being overly active is is an imbalance as well. But it's that it's that tiny, it's that, it's that center connection. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Where one is born and the other is, um, you know, one is born and the other is fading out or the end of a season or a changing of a season um, where there's that like power mm-hmm. in that. Um, yeah. No, you're, you're hundred percent correct. Like it doesn't mean just because you find your, your space or your place or where you want to be that you. You only remain there. You only yeah. maintain those practices. Um, yeah, and we always say, yeah. these- "I'm a yogi, so all I do is yoga." Right.
0: <laughs> right. I'm a meathead, so all I do is lift. Okay, but <laughs> you know, maybe let's balance it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you and I have been talking a lot about about all this stuff in general, but also how to apply it more specifically and tie it to a lot of the concepts we've been talking about. Um, One of the big ones that stuck out to me was be your own hero and taking your health and your alignment um, into your whole life, basically into your Mm -hmm. own hands. Um, And, you know, not giving all the power away to external circumstances. So we you know have been talking about ways that people can apply it on a basic level in their own home and what that would look like and why it's even important why why when it comes to a workout space or a dedicated space for movement would it be important to understand um, some basic feng shui concepts and apply them to that environment.
1: Well, it I think the other the other way to think of it that will answer your question I I hope is is understanding the importance of doing everything with intention. Mm-hmm. Um, so being guided by our intuition, but it's our intention. That empowers anything that we do from menial tasks, from uh, you know, washing the dishes to um, completing a
0: workout program
1: (laughs) or completing a workout program. So, I mean, being able to bake intention into everything that you do is the most powerful secret that can unlock what you're doing to make it um, life changing, to make it whatever you're doing even more impactful. So if you are aware of the area in which you are meditating, for example, or um, doing your your movement, and you connect that with intention to an area of an energetic area that's aligned with your chart, um, with the Bagua map. So let's say you are looking to, um, and I'll use, workout space, for example, you are looking to really refine your life journey and your career path. Mm-hmm. And that's your goal. Um, you might want to look to create your, your sanctuary or your space within the area that's connected to water. Um, and that would be really powerful. If your goal is to really bring more harmony or health and wellness overall, then you would you would really want to maximize that space. Um so there's ways that you can identify a space within a building to um to be optimal, but also within that space that you select, you can further break it down.
0: Personalize it, yeah, a little bit more for your goals. I love that. Um yeah, that's all really good. And you know, so First of all, there's nothing wrong if uh, you really enjoy going to the gym and using a gym space for your workout. That's like, that's a total vibe, but it's not for everybody. Um, I've, I've had plenty of clients come in here who have told me like, I would never lift weights <laughs> if, you know, if I had to do it in um, a regular gym. For lots of different reasons, there's, there's lots of people who just, who feel intimidated or like they don't belong there. And even though, you know, you can meet some of the coolest people you'll ever meet inside of a gym, you know, there, there's some people who are just never going to look at it that way. Um, There's people who aren't going to use a gym for other reasons. Maybe they have a baby at home or, you know, there's some other limiting factor finances or transportation or whatever the or case is. they don't want not that everybody distraction. can make it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> not they just don't like it. Um mm-hmm. not not everybody is a gym person. And that's totally cool also. Um but does that mean that um anybody who doesn't like a traditional gym environment or can't use one shouldn't be able to receive the, like the life transforming benefits of strengthening their body. And, you know, when, when they go to do so, if you're doing that at home, generally you're gonna, I feel like you're gonna want this intention to the environment even more because there's while there's also a lack of external distraction that you would get at a gym, there's also a lack of external motivation. People watching you or an, you know, somebody cheering you on or you know, a trainer right there by your side, um, that you know, would typically be factors in a workout. So if you can be super intentional with that environment, even in a limited space with limited equipment, you can really optimize your workouts, your yoga, your meditation, whatever you're doing in that space. I mean, because think about it, like, you know, pick any exercise. Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if it's a heavy barbell exercise, you know, you, if you're going to get the most out of any exercise that you're doing, you want to feel like fully focused and comfortable in the space in the environment so that you can execute the exercise with intention and not have to worry about, like, yeah. what was that? Who was that? Was at <laughs> you box. don't want don't any limitations,
1: that. you yes, want to make yes. sure that so, you have enough, like. Dealing clearance to do things or yeah. Things yeah. Set up Right. Or yeah. You have and if
0: disability. you've got, you know, just if you've already set up some sort of plant or whatever, you know, crystal arrangement with this certain intention, that is going to uh, enhance any benefit that you get out of that space. You're going from just, you know, Getting like getting the reps out to Mm -hmm. like actually having a good, enjoyable, intentional movement session. Yeah. And not just just using the fact that that you spent a little bit of time to put some intention into that environment, into that space that you're using. So it could really, by doing that, transform your ability to be consistent Mm
1: -hmm. with
0: exercise and then transform your ability to you know see really good work uh, results from mm-hmm. from working out and from initiating a you know a fitness plan.
1: Yeah, I mean as in, in the interior design side of my business, the houses that I work in, nine out of times they're looking for a space they can feel committed to that isn't just you know, a Peloton that they hang their laundry on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of limitations in a home environment. Um, you know, there's the people that want to use their TVs so they can follow along with the workout, but they can't see them very well. And then they can't see their own form. Or it feels like a room that rejects them, it doesn't have good lighting, yeah. it's just terrible temperature. Um, so, Having too, too many reasons
0: time. if you, yeah. you know, pieces. if you think about something long enough, you'll find too many reasons not to do it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and if your environment is already like setting you up for mm-hmm. to skip out basically then.
1: Yeah. I think it's like, you know, top three space in a, in a home now, especially since the pandemic that people want is a convertible space that um, is easy to set up it's good to look at you know maybe it has a piece of furniture that can fold down to accommodate a sleepover someone staying more space yeah sure yeah but it has that feel like the studio where it's you know good good direction of light it feels expansive there's everything that you need there um
0: you know you like everything.
1: being there you like being yeah. in that spot <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah so i think um you know more people recognize okay this is what i really need, I need to make that investment for myself because it's going to help me. It's going to help my family, my business, so on and so forth. Like you said, be more committed in that area. And on a nutritional
0: note to go with that, um, I recently read that having lots of green around you, Mm -hmm. like
1: plants green, um, reduces cravings yeah that's a that's a really, yeah using using the color therapy or the energy properties of color is really significant. Um, and they do also align energetically with those areas that we've been talking about um, yeah, it, exactly, yeah, all of those. yeah, things.
0: well, and I just said that to show that you can really incorporate all area like yeah. even if you're not like literally eating at that time, like you can yeah you can really optimize yeah. your health and wellness <laughs> yeah entire regimen um, mm-hmm. by by doing this stuff by paying attention to this stuff so um really fun and exciting concepts to expand upon and um you know come up with some simple processes around so that people can really um really just enhance their home areas and as a byproduct their ability to um, be successful in a in a workout in a health and fitness regimen
1: mm-hmm. yeah I mean because it it impacts the rest of rest of your day all the different areas of your life um, I think if if there's people out there that are, Feeling We brought up the word oppression uh, a few times earlier, but you're feeling disconnected, out of self, out of body. Um, Like I hear a lot of people say, too, when especially this time of year after a lot of the partying has taken place, they don't even feel like their body is their body anymore. So Mm -hmm. feeling disconnected um, in that way. But then that's just some of the indications that you might be out of alignment. Like you might be in a wobble. I need mm-hmm. to recenter and reconnect with that, that Taji pole or that center point within yourself, but check your mindset, check your, you know, check your body health and, and strength, and then looking to the environment too, for clues and ways that you can, um, make some significant impact, but using all of those together is really, I they, you and I, the whole reason why we're doing this is because we know how important it is. Hmm. Important, important, important. Yes. And <laughs> write it down. Thanks. Write it down.
0: Yeah. Exciting stuff. And I'm really looking forward to developing that more.
1: Yeah. The more and more we play together, the more and more <laughs> mm-hmm. things open up and things are um, created. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Gets the momentum going in other areas. Yes. And we would love to hear from you
0: guys too in our Facebook group, the conscious collaboration collective join it. If you ain't in it already, Um, but we would love to hear from you guys. Um, Do you, is this something you're already doing at home? Have you ever thought about it? What do you think about alignment? What are your, some of some of your favorite alignment practices? And um yeah, tell us what you think.
1: Yeah, we want to hear from you. and yeah, if you wanna if you have some thoughts about this or you just want to say hello, you can look to the links provided in the show notes in the description to reach out to us. We love to hear from you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: and yeah, I think that's about it. It's been fun. It's been real. That's all I got baby. <laughs> and very important.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it anymore. Nope. my collar will go off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody for listening and I'll talk to you in five.
0: We'll catch you in five. Bye. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast on Spotify, iTunes and Audible to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at Conscious Collaboration Podcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.